Welcome to What Have You, featuring Rachel Jankovic and Rebecca Merkel. This audio is brought to you by Canon Press. Before we get started, I wanted to make sure you knew that a featured guest of What Have You, Nancy Wilson, has a new podcast called Femina. Every Friday, Nancy shares a quick, Bible-saturated devotional that covers all matters of the Christian life. You can find the Femina podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to What Have You. I'm Rachel Jankovic. I'm Becca Merkel. And we're branching out today, guys. We're in a house. We just sat down on Rachel's couch. Unprecedented. <laughs> it actually is. I don't... We might have tried one time, but we got so distracted being in a bigger space that we didn't <laughs> I do achieve. think the car is good because it keeps us focused. Yeah. There's nothing There's else. There's less wandering around. No. I can start... If, since we're in here, I could be like, hang on while I go do yeah. something else for a minute. But I, I'll try <laughs> to not do that today. <laughs> Becca, people keep sending me this... Um, I wish that I had it in front of me so that I could just read it to you. But it's this thing about what it doesn't mean when mom says she wants a break. Oh, I've been seeing that dorky tot thing. It is like... Oh, my God. I'll tell you what I see when I see that. (laughs) Nobody's going to like me for this statement, but whatever. The person who... I I don't know who who wrote it. I don't know this. I'm just saying that the the archetype, the woman who is speaking thusly, what is she like? Because I'll tell you, <laughs> I see a pair of pleated khakis pulled up way too high and a bowl cut and an incredible Maybe bad I'm... attitude of bossiness. Like, like, when I say this, this is what I mean. And I do not mean... Do you know what, I, you know what oh, I'm yeah. talking about, right? No, when... I'm seeing a quilted vest. Yeah, and very bad tudes. And very I quilted, bossy. I mean patchwork. Very limited self-awareness at all. Like, no, mm-hmm. no ability to notice herself as a character <laughs> in the story. That list... Because it's... For those of you who don't know which one I'm talking about, it's when mom says she needs a break. It's like, it does not mean. And then it's a long list of things that people might offer you as a break. Yeah. Like, Would you like, like me to watch your kids while you go to the grocery store? While you go to the grocery store. store. Or that's I'll not a keep, break. I'll keep the kids while you take a shower. I can still hear them screaming from within the shower. Or like, just, it, it seems really generally to be like, everything you offer me is not enough. And when I say jump, I want you to say how high on the way up. And it's just, it's not an attractive. Gosh, no. Or inviting or uh, inspirational. No. Nothing. It's just demandy. But it's not because, I, I feel like we always have to say this, it's not because. If you can go out and have a real relaxing time by yourself, great. Well, celebrate live that. the dream. I mean, that's great. But, but I just wonder how well it would go over <laughs> the man's version. Mm-hmm. When I say I want you to look nice, I don't mean the ponytail. That's normal. 
When I say I want to eat dinner, I don't want no dang casserole. That's what lazy people make. I mean, like, I feel like, you know what I mean? Like, it's a weird kind of, as though your husband has no other thing to accomplish in his life other than giving you a break. It is shockingly self-absorbed. Yes. And dark. Like, just really unfun. But there's also the motivation to post that on the internet so as to let other people share in your self-absorption. And make sure that others know that people around you have not been doing enough to give you a break. But it also, if other people are acting that way too, it does in some sense vindicate you. From also acting that way. Hi Moses. Moses. Hi Moses. Hi friend. How are you? Good. There might be other reasons that that being indoors is distracting. It's true. Welcome back again to what have you after a mini break. Um, Yeah. So, anyways, it is that it is that just radical only tuned into your own experience of everything Uh it reminds me of like if you're on an airplane someone who's like really yelling and flipping out about how something really moderate is not helping their comfort level or whatever and you're (laughs) like but but what kind of joy and comfort are you bringing to everyone else who paid for their seat and like you yourself are bringing (laughs) the tone down you're not making it better yeah there's there's just a lot of that spirit. I feel like that's a bit of the spirit of the age right now. It is. Because the demanding everyone else behave in certain ways for my safety, my comfort, my peace of mind. You know, like, okay, my daughter was out on Main Street watering some plants out in front of the church office without a mask. Nobody else was around at all and a woman saw her from across the street and (laughs) sound effects being indoors good it is it's good sink on full roar (laughs) but a woman sees her from across the street comes all the way over to her walks up gets very in her space takes her own mask off and then goes where's your mask and then puts her mask back it's so on weird. and walks away. It's just that everybody feels like, you know what I ought to bring to this is mm-hmm. criticisms of everyone else. Like, I think my best, <laughs> putting my best foot forward right now and really doing my small part to further society. That's yeah. the part that's so funny. Let me assist. Um, Whoa. Wow. Chocolate face. Go that get a, go get a paper towel. I know that's what I was thinking. That that was a turnaround time into chocolate face that went faster than I expected. Yeah. Um, but but I just feel like um, it does make you realize that a lot of people have a deep desire to attack other people. Right. Yeah. And they like a little excuse for it. Yeah. Like if you can come up with a good reason to criticize everyone else. I also saw a post that was sent to me of a woman who, it, it ties in nicely with our emotional exhibitionism episode. Mm. It's a photo of herself 
in a big snot faced cry mm-hmm. time. Nothing's better than those. With a real long talk about all the dark deeds she'd been doing that day. Yeah, no love, not take. Love ya. Just go play upstairs. So she uh, documented, you know, this is the face of a woman who yelled at her 14-year-old. And this is the face of a woman who yelled at her 11-year-old. And this is the face of a woman (laughs) who yelled at her 9-year-old. And this is the face of a woman who... uh, It was like, it was a lot of that. And all the things she, she cursed... At an old man at the grocery store for walking down the wrong direction in the aisle multiple times. Like, it was sort of like a long... She'd had a full day. <laughs> like, if she did all that in one day, she was on a just hot streak of evil all around her whole life. Mad at her children for not being able to operate Google Classrooms. Mad at everyone okay. for everything. Sure. Mad. Uh-huh. But she finishes it with sort of a love you. Okay, go play. Finishes it with sort Mom, of a... Can I do something else down here? Um, if you do something quiet, because we're, we're doing a podcast. So if we have to talk a lot, then we'll mess it up. Okay? So yes, you can play down here. That's fine. But not the piano. Um, so then there was a long interval of sort of self-praise about how she's actually more patient than everyone she knows. She's okay. she's like an incredible patient. This is as witnessed what? Because of what it, not she's my usually not. Today. Usually she's amazing. And that okay. this time she wasn't as good. But okay. she's bringing it around to tell us all to just phone it in because it's too hard. Like Like this coronavirus time, it's too stressful and too hard. Like just turn on the TV for your kids and don't worry about everything. Like... The message was about when you had a substitute teacher in school and they would always roll in the video cart to just be like, Mm -hmm. clearly I can't handle this, so why don't you just watch a video? Okay. She's kind of like, so we should all be doing that. Like, kind of like, let's just be kind to us. And, but I really wonder about this desire to be so kind. Like, everyone, practice kindness to yourself. When what you've been doing is screaming fireballs at everybody else. Like, you're not practicing kindness. Like, like to, when you indulge in anger to other people, that, that, is, that is trying to comfort yourself. Like, that is trying to comfort yourself, trying to put yourself first. And to come around feeling guilty about it, to be like, let's just practice more self-support and kindness. It's like that's what you were doing all day that was hell for everybody else. Well, and you also have to just note for a second that if those other people were going to cut toxic people out of their life and never look back... It'd be you. It would be you that they cut out. You're the toxic people that is not bringing joy to the elderly man at the grocery store that you yelled at four times or whatever. Maybe she didn't yell at him four times. Maybe she yelled at him after he did something she didn't like four times. I'm not sure what happened. The result, though, mm-hmm. is that like that idea, though, of in the end, just be nice to you is like, exactly. And that's how society blows apart at the seams. Yeah. If we all prioritize mm-hmm. what we think is most fun for us, Mm-hmm. Then, well, it really is like saying, I have decided to drive the wrong way down the one way street because I want to. 
this is my best route. <laughs> so it's like, you know, it will cause some carnage if you decide to go that direction instead of the other one. Yeah. When you're kind and thoughtful and giving and practicing kindness to others, mm-hmm. then it brings one result. When you do the same thing for yourself, happiness I... does not flow from thence. Exactly. Because if she was having a snot-faced cry on the internet about it, it just proves to you that it w- didn't bring her the happiness. No, she, she wasn't thought. feeling better for having done what she wanted. <laughs> it wasn't making things feel good. It was not. It's so much like children like oh. eating tons of candy or something. It's right. actually not a successful ploy. That like it's not like if we let our kids eat all the sugar they ever wanted that that will result in uh, the best time they ever had. Oh my it, word, Rachel! It's, I don't know why this made me think of it. I did just tell you this story, but I just have to tell everybody else because soup night this week, I had a real flash in the middle of extravaganza because I had unloaded all my groceries from the car to my porch. I had um, left them there as I was trying to madly prep. So I kept running out and grabbing more things off the porch, running in, then I'd Mm -hmm. go back for more. I went to get the chicken broth, and I had gotten eight of those boxes of chicken broth, so eight quarts of it, and they had put it for some reason, because I'd done the grocery pickup service. They put it all in one plastic bag, and I pick it up, and I walk in, and both handles break Mm -hmm. simultaneously. The bag crashes on the floor. Eight boxes get bent up and dinged. And something's leaking, but you can't possibly tell which corner it is in that pile mm-hmm. of corners. And it's in a plastic in bag. In a plastic so bag. Origins so, are going to be hard to mm, find. Yeah. So I scoop the whole thing up in my arms and I gallop through the house to the kitchen and trailing chicken broth everywhere. And it's filling up my shoes as I go because it's just pouring down oh, me. Nice, yeah. And then I managed to get it out. I'm pulling out each box, seeing if it's leaking. Of course, it's the final box that I pull out. By this point, I've got a big old puddle of chicken broth in the kitchen, a trail running out through the house, and both my shoes are full of chicken broth. It's all down my legs. I'm wearing a dress, so I'm I've got I've got uh. chicken broth legs, and <laughs> I have sloppy it brings shoes. Brings a whole new meaning to goose flesh. Yeah. <laughs> basting your legs in chicken broth. <laughs> I know. And so anyway, I just managed to get through that. And I did laugh. I was I was like, oh my word. Like, this is not a problem I anticipated having a minute ago. Well, then I, I laughed at it. And then I look out the window and our dog is out. She is gone. I don't know how. I don't know if it was when I was going back and forth to the porch. Maybe she snuck out and I missed it. I don't know. But she's out. And I was like, oh my heavens. Run out. Call Dottie. She comes. Come. She just comes in looking like she's so pleased with herself for her time away. And then she comes in and starts puking all over my kitchen floor. Like just... This is rude, Dottie. Just, Just all Dottie. over the floor. That was the piece that I was reminded of. Is she was out having a great time by herself, and then she came back and puked all over my floor. <laughs> but it really brought me to a new, a new place of it trying escalate. to pursue godliness. In that moment, I was like, <sighs> I'm not <sighs> the 
like, I could laugh at the chicken broth. I don't know if I can laugh at this. I liked it. A, a friend of mine, shout out to Morgan, who's probably too busy to listen to the podcast anyways, but she said that she had a moment this week where she actually told herself, pray for me, I'm going to the kitchen. But she was already in the kitchen. From from in the kitchen, mm-hmm. shouting mm-hmm. a prayer request to yourself yeah. that you're gonna go there, and I like that because it's sort of like it's sort of like self pray for me because I'm I'm trying to go in a more spiritual state to the place that I, I already know, am. And I did. I just looked at that and I was like, well, I'm being tested now. This is. I passed the chicken broth. I test. did fine with one uh, thing, and then you're like, okay, then the first. For some reason, the, the one Lord mercy is was like, let's let's yeah, build up this particular muscle. Let's try it, and then yeah. and then it turned out that in a real a real providence, a kind providence, I had paper towels. Well, that is a you blessing. know because I don't always. No, you could have I been up in there with yeah. coffee filters. Oh my word! <laughs> or who knows what? Like at a certain point, you'd be like, we're gonna just have to burn the kitchen off. And start our work because I just I I have those rags <laughs> that I just throw away. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm I, like I don't love this that much. No. Why would I want to see this again? Never or wash it. Never no, throw it out. Moving on. Immediately. Yeah, I almost have a hot tip, but I'm not sure if it's going to be good. And this is not mm. the part of the. Tell me your almost hot tip. This is not yet the part where we should talk about it, but I'm still well, going to. Well, whenever we designate a moment, we don't have one. Think of so no, I have it in my cart. On the website, but I have not yet clicked order, so I'll have to report back and tell you if it's good. But I am getting a new garbage can. I'm ordering one because I have a specific need for it, and it. So I'm getting it from a restaurant supply online. But it comes with a variety of different bag options that pair with it. But there's one that is a super like heavy duty janitor level that I am going to order and I have a feeling that it might change my life. We went for a long time and now I can't find them any I can't find them in Moscow but I was a huge advocate of the gorilla gorilla stand up bags. Mm-hmm. They they're big black bags mm-hmm. that stand up by themselves. Yeah. And these mostly if it's you the, have small children and you are cleaning out the stuff Use a black bag where they don't know what went mm-hmm. in it. They don't mm-hmm. know. They can't see it. They can't no. care. No. They That's will care. Things that they never saw, it's you just, know. It's just that, like, to get a really thick garbage bag where it's not going to puncture in the can and sog out the chicken broth. What is this can like on the outside? Uh, it's just a square. I needed, it's the dimensions that I needed. So, and actually, it's blue, but that's neither here nor there. It's just the right. Is there a square tall one? Tonnage. Yeah. A tall square. It's, yeah. And mostly, it holds a lot, and it is the right size for where I need to put it. Mm. And it's it's harder than it seems to find the right garbage can. Like, it really... Yes. It's a journey. The garbage journey. Mm-hmm. But... <laughs> I've been on a lot of journeys that I would call the garbage journey. I really have. It's a lot of life is trying to deal with. But I feel like buying like janitorial supply quality garbage bags that say they're really thick and heavy duty. 
That might be the answer. I I think it might turn some things around for me because <laughs> I just really hate garbage juice. You know how <laughs> I, on the other hand, delight in garbage juice. <laughs> and one of my main goals is to ideally trickle some into your shoe. Like Becca speaks of chicken broth in her shoes which she doesn't mind at all but garbage juice. juice see the thing is like you know how it is you pull the, the bag out of the can and it is once it's gotten garbage juice in the bottom it's all over because then every time you try to take the thing out it's soggy and dust on the bottom did I tell you that I have a friend who they they were cleaning out a, a new to them space and in it was a deep dark a darkness that had happened in a freezer and it was so bad like to, oh, you know yeah. something that oh. had been unplugged for a long time oh. in the sweltering heat with oh. stuff that used to be frozen oh just real bad times there but starting to remind you of the outer darkness they set a new a new record i feel that <laughs> it was taken to the dump and the man at the dump vomited when he opened the man, the man whose life work is being at the dump, vomited when the freezer was open. I think that, that speaks not to a level of magnitude that you otherwise would not have expected. I know. I just, I don't know. I feel like if I can solve that problem... Not that it always happens, but you know, it's like, I don't know, if you get some little puncture in your bag and then whatever liquid dribbles around well, in there, it's, it's it, so gross. It's the kind of thing that happens if someone just recklessly throws away a, like a hanger or a box uh-huh. with a really sharp corner exactly. and then pretty soon you have the remnants of a... Yeah, of stuff coming out of garbage exactly. bag. It's tough times with it's garbage. It's not okay. I also wonder sometimes at our selection of topic... <laughs> We're here to speak to all the Let's talk all the listeners juice. all the, <laughs> all the listeners are always you know messaging us their fan questions of but tell us your approach to garbage juice if you don't speak to this issue who will well never fear what have you to the rescue. We're, we we don't like it. We're not fans of garbage no, juice. No, let us tell you, we don't approve of garbage uh, juice. Actually, you know, if we tried, Rach, we could probably derive a good spiritual lesson. Well, I first from learned, garbage juice. I first learned to hate garbage juice as a child. We witnessed the lunch the lunch room garbages being emptied, oh, and there was always the remainders of milks. In the, yep. And so yep. then some poor soul who is probably, you know, in fourth grade or something is trying to take a garbage bag out. <laughs> and which they have no garbage juice behind yeah. them. But then yeah. they, they drag it out because they can't uh-huh. hoik it. So then uh-huh. it is a long skid mark trail <laughs> of garbage juice. Yeah. It's just, yeah. Anyways, what I'm saying is rely on us for all your relevant <laughs> content. <laughs> all the... <laughs> Everything but, you need to know, we talk but about. But Rach, try harder. Let's get a metaphor from it. 
you from know, the garbage yeah, juice. Yeah, like that can bring it full circle. I think we could wrap it up really nicely, actually, with the uh, emotional exhibitionalism. That's what I'm saying. Because right? it was like some things are meant to be on the inside of the heavy-duty plastic yeah, bag. And, and you keep them there. Keep them there. Keep them tidy. Don't go running around poking the leakage holes <laughs> in that. It's not the way to bless your neighbor. No. It's just not. No. Hmm. No. Anyways, I have a um, another random complaint about the internet. <laughs> I don't know that anyone's had any complaints about the internet. The internet, well, uh, you'll be surprised to hear that things are not going No, I read a thread, uh, I think Summer posted about it on Twitter maybe, but it was just someone being like, complaining about their Catholic university that's not giving them enough um, maternity leave time and kind of like you call yourselves pro-life but you're only giving me eight weeks of maternity leave yeah and that like to be truly pro-life would be to give me a lot more maternity leave i think maybe you could stay home and be a mom well that's sort of the ticket (laughs) i was like which one of us is not being really pro the life of the baby right now because because to act like that's your employer but the thing that i really wanted to bring up about this is I actually think it's really helpful for everybody to think about. And that is that that the the baby does not belong to your employer. You're not a you're not actually a slave, but to act like that is to treat yourself and your child like the property of your employer. Right. And to say that they must pay, it's sort of like it's acting like your boss is the baby daddy. Like yeah. you must support this mm-hmm. child instead of thinking that you're actually a free woman free agent, that this yeah. is your this is your domain this is your you know like right. the baby is not the responsibility of a catholic college to no to take care of it and i hate it because they're talking about it very specifically like my baby is not ready for me to leave her with yeah like and whose problem is that then? Like, that <laughs> you're the one, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. you're the one then who should yeah. notice that and take responsibility for it. Yeah. And it's not really your boss that yeah. is obligated to pay you for full-time work when you're not uh-huh. there. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's true. I think it's that slavery mindset is the thing that I that yeah. I was thinking like isn't that interesting to think that they have to do this for me because somehow my life is their responsibility like my my life as a mother my life as a mother yeah. this whole situation is their purview yeah somehow yeah no you're right that is really random but it's not at all it's very very it's not random mm-hmm. for Christians to be thinking this is legislation and stuff that needs to happen now um Speaking of babies, did you see the other internet sensation that was that child being a wicked evil episode? <laughs> the butter eater? <laughs> the everything eater? Yeah. I showed I showed that video. I saw it and I liked it not. <laughs> but I showed it to my some of my kids, whoever was mm-hmm. nearby at the time. Mm-hmm. And they also were just not at all amused by it. Yeah. But I feel like it's 
like I I feel like you have to parse your feelings on this because I want to say I understand the humor of witnessing a child being a deep evil grabbing a butter oh, stick. Yeah. Like it's funny. Oh, yeah. It's sin that's wolfing the raw egg. But it would have been hilarious if you felt like someone loved that child enough to not let him be this way. Yeah. But they were letting it be like it was more like, well, we got through that in the end, look at his funny face or what I mean it was not to me that was a really unloving yeah. video. Yeah, totally. Like, well, way to make this child no fun. Yeah, but what can I do? Why don't you go build something with magnetiles? I don't want to. Really? Yeah. <laughs> well, why don't you go draw a picture? I don't want to. Really? Stand on one foot. That sounds like the best entertainment <laughs> there ever has been. The best one. Um, hold on. Speaking of things that need to be dealt with. All right. We're back. We're back again. So tell me what your thoughts on that video were. Very similar. Where it was just sort of like, yeah, that's a funny... It's funny in one sense and so deeply unfunny in every other sense. That was my feeling. Is that like, if you're a parent who can watch it and think... Blah, ha, 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 that's so funny. Then I think you need to probably avail yourself of the means of getting your child to obey you. Well, about... I think, mm, actually, my daughter, I think we were talking about that video. She was like, the thing that's so mean is that could be a hilarious kid. You're like, exactly. and you're... Exactly. Like, that could be such a funny kid. And then you're letting them turn into a monster. And to... You, and apparently, to I didn't look like that was his mom. I think uh, it was his grandma. Yeah, but it looked like everyone's just settled for this being. Mm-hmm. That there's nothing can be done about this. And I'm like, you know, have an imagination. Fast no. forward this child to being a teenage boy who can't keep his hands off of girls. And there you have exactly. a different look. No, I was Right? Saying, like, he no. cannot stop himself from indulging his impulses. Well, that's what I was thinking. This is like, that is the rapist frat boy. Like, oh, 100%. Is, you're brewing up. And right now, he's cute. He is But he's cute not, and hilarious. not for long. I think he no. probably has a few more minutes of being cute while he's being bad and then it's going to be just deep evil yeah exactly it to me it would have been it is like it would it's sort of like i couldn't look at a little girl in a beauty pageant kind Mm -hmm. of contest and be like she's so pretty because it's already being so sad it's so sad i cannot i cannot remove I can't look in the abstract at this without seeing the whole situation around it and being horrified. And honestly, even if that was a character in a movie, you could see laughing at it in a different way. When the fact that if it was a skit, if it was a character, this was yeah, but but it's it's a real person, person, and it's a real person that you're allowing to turn into something that I think you'll really regret later. Well, I hope you will really regret it. It's it makes me. I, I kind of felt like it is a thing where we have to say, we have to, like, Christian mothers, this is a big responsibility that you bear, mm-hmm. is 
is actually having having the imagination and the insight to see the future in a child and to see in that and this is where we might get the hashtag spank the future spank (laughs) like it's a cute little it's a cute little baby little you know cute little toddler right now who while being deeply bad is still funny you could still potential yeah but no but you still feel like Oh, that's just cute and funny, but it's so not going to be funny soon no. that at least laugh about it when you've already taken care of it. Like when you've already handled it, it's funny. Yeah. What I mean by that is I always enjoyed, I really did think it's downright hilarious when one of your toddlers goes off on a real stink. Oh yeah. It's so funny. But you can But it is only it funny. No, it's no. only funny after you've gotten the victory. After it's like it yeah. would not be funny at all if you left them in that wallowing around in that to go tell your friends how funny they're being. It's not funny. It's that Well, it's kind of like um a fail video is funny when you know that the person's okay. Didn't die. They didn't die. Yeah, and if the person died, that's not a funny fail video. And it's similar. It's like when you wipe out on the sidewalk, that's funny when you got up and you're okay. If you got hauled away in an ambulance, not actually not that funny now. No, it changes the dynamic. Right. So it's fine to laugh at the epic thing that your toddler did after it has been corrected, forgiven, discarded as a way of living like (laughs) moved past after your child has turned away from that and it's really i felt like it was always really important in the moment even if i was saving it up to wheeze about it to ben when he got home you can't laugh at the kid you can i mean no you don't you have to you have to tell them that's a big no yeah yeah it's really this is what you're doing right now is a big no and and sometimes so. that's really hard. Like, I don't know if I have told this story on the podcast. or Maybe I have. Maybe I've told it four times. I don't know. But when Belle was really very small and couldn't speak super well just yet, but she really liked to scandalize her elder brother and uh-huh. sister with things, you know, that would mm-hmm. throw them into a tizzy. And we had some Mormon missionaries came to the door <laughs> And after they left, uh, Knox and Jemima, who were a little bit older, wanted to know what was that. And and Knox was probably like three. And so they're small. You know, you're trying to tell them that this is, you know, a false religion. Knox was more than three four? because how would Belle be talking? Yeah, no, you're right. Knox was probably four. And then Gemma two and Belle one. Yeah, probably four. Anyway, so you're trying to explain Mormonism on a four-year-old level where it's just, you know... Things are tough with that explanation. Kind of false gods. You know, they're worshiping some false gods is usually where we went with things like that. And so then they just sort of decided that Mormons were one of the great evil things. It's like there's there's pirates, there's dragons, there's Mormons. Also Mormons, yeah. Mormons are one of the ones that you got to watch for. So... uh, Belle upstairs. I remember she's in her little onesie, like a little fat toddler. And she told her brother and sister, I'm a Mormon. Mm-hmm. Knox and Jemima came panicking down the stairs. <laughs> Mom, Belle is a Mormon. I was, <laughs> was like, what? 
And they're like, she is. She's a Mormon. Belle's a Mormon. And I'm like, no, no, she's not. And don't worry about that. And Belle comes down. And she had settled into the face of sin. Like, you know, the face. Mm, oh, yeah. Face. It's like, it's the face when yep. dogs put their ears back. Yep. It's, yep. Yeah. And she had, she had it. She had that settled, like, I am going, going. to do this. And she's like, I'm a Mormon. Like, <laughs> Belle, you're not a Mormon. And you're not. And you're looking into this little fat face, trying to keep a straight one yourself. Mm-hmm. Greg, like, it's actually Belle, not a joke. Belle, Phoebe, you are not a Mormon. And she, <laughs> she goes, Yes, I am. She goes, she no, goes, she didn't say yes she, because at the time she oh, said lap. Lep. She would say, like, yep, but she said L's. She's like, lep, I am. And she goes, I'm a Mormon. Mormons are toot. <laughs> and that was her cute. Mormons are toot. And then Knox and Jemima are about to faint. With well, the, Knox and Jemima are, like, evil. taking it really like false worship is currently <laughs> happening. And with our sister in her onesie. Yeah, and yeah. Belle is, is defiantly looking me in the eye and saying, Mormons are toot. And, um, and I, I mean, you can't. It no. is very hard. You're to like, keep you it, sit here. I'm gonna go straight. whoop and holler on the back porch, <laughs> and then I'm gonna come back in here and, but and have tell. this here showdown. She was trying to think of the worst thing that she could say she <laughs> was, and she was going to be that thing. And yeah. For her, that was a Mormon. Yeah. And, big time. And you can see that this is like. A deep need to be rebellious right now. Yeah. And it was so funny. And uh, yeah. so much and so, so like and you so can't not let actually that... no, but it's so not it's not a threat of what she was saying, but it actually absolutely is a threat that yeah. somebody's gonna try out a little something, something, and then <laughs> if you let that stand, oh, yeah. that'll grow. It like will that's grow. the thing. And it that's was gonna obviously grow. Obviously the attitude that was all that and then some that mm-hmm. needed to be corrected. But the the actual point of contention was so funny that Mormons are too. Yeah, I remember a strong memory for me from Belle was when Belle <laughs> took all the cushions off of your couch, which was a which no. Which was a no. It was yeah. a no. It was a it, constant it was battle. An established right? no. Yeah, you can't and do that. Ben had come home and he said, Belle Phoebe, did you take the cushions off of the couch? Because they were all off the couch. And she just whizzed around to him and said, Lep, I did. And I found a peanut and I ate it. <laughs> <laughs> and not only did I do the thing that you said not to do, while I was at it, I ate a peanut. <laughs> and the thing is, is that could be really funny. Like, but it's only, but it's only it. funny that we yeah. know that Belle learned that she yeah. had done a misdeed. I she mean, like, did. it's only funny she because Belle that. is not currently no. a Mormon. She's not a Mormon. disobeying her father. Well, she can leave yeah. the cushions on the couch now too. Yeah. But the thing about that is, you have to not just laugh at the funny manifestation of the sin. Exactly. You have to see that the sin itself is trying to destroy your child's soul. You have to take it really seriously at this even when it's being funny. And that's isn't the it, thing. Who is it that said is it John Owen who said be, be killing, killing sin, sin or, or it'll be it killing will be you. killing you. And the thing is is you need to be killing sin in your children or it will be killing them. And you have to realize it really is a fight for their mm-hmm. soul and it's not that's not a small stakes operation. 
Neither, no, and it's also not should like, you forget to have a sense of humor and punish a two-year-old for heresy because that's no, that's not word. what was happening. No, that wasn't the that was not the thing. I was no. remembering the time when Lena pitched a monster town surprise fit while I was <laughs> buckling her into her car seat one time. And I think it even surprised her. Like, she arched her back really wildly. She was, like, a little older than that should have happened. You know, it was not the infant child who is also being sinful but arching their back like crazy. It was she was old enough for it to be weird of her to have done it. And I I looked at her really surprised and I said, Lena. And she said, it wasn't me. It was my naughty little back. (laughs) (laughs) And... At the same time <laughs> as you have to laugh, like, oh, really? The, the sin was located in your back, not just in your heart, yeah. you know? Yeah. But at the same time as it's funny, it's not funny. No. Nope. Right? Like, it's, it's, it's the combination yeah. of funny plus not that <laughs> is, it's difficult to thread as a parent. Yeah. I find it very funny when toddlers are being bad and their parents are being diligent. Like, when the parents are diligent, toddler sin is absolutely funny. Yeah. But when the parents are let, are losing a little bit of ground all the time, it's mm-hmm. not funny. I no, mean, like, nothing here tragic. is funny. And it's like, now I feel sick for you because you're not, you're not handling this. And I think, I actually think that there's a skill in parenting that is the version of putting your finger on the eyeball. Like, mm-hmm. it, it is the skill mm-hmm. of honing in on the thing that yep. will be representative of uh, of the whole. Yeah. Right? Because it's sort of like when you're doing, when you're, when you're throwing pottery. You exert pressure in one place and it shapes the whole thing. Right. You do not parent well and wisely and kindly by exerting force on all fronts at all times. No. That is absolutely a no fun way to live or to be it's a it's a horrible, difficult way to parent. Like all the time with little kids and toddlers, we were not choosing some battles. No. But if your kid was starting to seem like we're heating up for something, there's some problems afoot then we would make a point of choosing the battle we were going to win sometimes all the way. sometimes the battle chooses you and yeah for sure in those instances it is absolutely win vital that you even win. if you're even if at the same time you're telling yourself <laughs> note to self don't so quickly give a command that you're not going to follow through on or like when sure. you realize oh what was i thinking that i said yeah. that right but now. if the battle has been picked you had better win it. And you had better win it even if it means calling to say, I'm sorry, we're not going to make it to your house for dinner tonight. Right. We're sorry that By this all came means. Up, but we have a battle to win. Now, you might not say that on the phone, but you still need to prioritize it to that degree. It's the, the point is that I actually think your kids need to know that yeah. that's the level at oh. which that you'd be willing to cancel up anything. There were plenty anything. of times that, when I say plenty, I know it was plural it happened in the plural times. Right. That we just came to church about halfway through because somebody wouldn't eat their breakfast in uh-huh. an obedient way. And so you're like, well, look at how we like called we're it. in it now. There and was then, a particular, we had different kids with different 
what we called the showstopper since yeah. the one that's like and now everything has ground to a total halt yeah. because this we have someone we had one who would put her hands over her eyes at such a time as that like yeah where you'd be like get in the car but instead of doing that she's standing with her hands over her eyes oh yeah and mm-hmm. but they were always evidence of stuff that hadn't been dealt with Mm-hmm. Before that, like mm-hmm. there was some signal flag moment, yeah, where you're like, this is manifesting that there's actually a real issue that we have to go deal with, and it's going to yeah. take more time, and we need to, as parents, settle yeah. into the fact that this is our top priority right now. Like mm-hmm. this is the one, yeah, that has to be dealt with, yeah, right now. It totally does. And so when the battle finds you, you have to always win. And when you pick the battle, you also have to always win. It's just very key that you have to always win. Yeah, which I think it's hard to talk about this kind of thing with people who don't know you and don't know, like, but that the tone of delight and joy is what should dominate your home. Mm -hmm. Those battles are fought for the preservation of it. Exactly. Not to get back into your sum. It's not like if not a kid got to the not, stern face. Not to get back to the fierce and tedious and dark times where we scowl at you. And we do it's, chores and that's all. And what we do is effective chores. In my it takes us right back to the high pleated khaki I pants. It takes us right back to yeah. the bowl cut. That that it's not we're not trying to preserve order in the home no. and then you get into all this discipline if anybody no. laughs too loud in your well, house ben and i were talking about this the other day and the thing is i'm sure we've said this before on the podcast but parenting is actually a totally different skill than logistics oh yeah logistics, wildly different wildly different can come into play in your parenting but it's relatively easy to master the logistics, when I say that, it's like, are you joking? How is it easy to master logistics? But that is that is something that can be done. You can run a tight ship and you can make your children march and step. Like, that's a thing you can do, but that's logistics. That's not parenting. Mm-hmm. And parenting is much more like an artistic endeavor. Well, a big part of this this logistics thing is a big deal. Big deal. Because the more mother-dominated the home is and I don't mean that in a negative way. I mean like if if you're homeschooling all of your kids and your husband is at work, the mother is the main you know, like that that mm-hmm. is a that is the force right. under which the children are all growing up. Nothing is easier for mothers than to focus a hundred percent on the logistics and ignore the things that yep. require a lot more like grace prayer like, yeah so like, wisdom how do we how do i encourage this young man not to just be mother's right hand soft spoken child right. or let's say you have your 8 year old daughter is in a cold fume but she's being quiet up in her room right now so you just let it go you're like well she's not in the way of right. what i need to do so it's fine right but we actually need to go cuz it's did we already spend all of our time? We spent it. It's done. I think we should follow up on this discussion. I think we should. Little, little chickens. Note to self, next time. Remind Rach. us next time. Guys, send in your urgent questions like what we think of Aquanet, hairspray, garbage <laughs> yeah, juice. Garbage juice, um, anything like that. What really. about like 
cheese that's gone stale. Like, there any important questions. How do and you then, feel about chicken broth in your shoes? And we'll try to talk about that most of the time. And then at the end, we'll touch on something you probably care about. <laughs> All right. Next until time. next time. All right. Bye.